Well, welcome to the Sunbrook Takeaway. I'm Tanner Treffin, joined by Pastor Joey. And hey, church, we just want to let you know, awesome things are happening here at Sunbrook Church. We just had some amazing wins we want to share with you this morning. So what's some of those, Pastor Joey? Yeah, it's just um, amazing about, uh, we had to, we filled up the parking before service uh, all the way over into the dirt parking lot with the grass. And so we had to park them across the street. We had 20 cars, they were telling me, with the parking team across the street. And then we had all those tents, 31 groups were launching and all kinds of people were signing up. I, I talked to one lady, we'd invited her to church about a year ago. This was her first Sunday here, uh, signed up for a group. Another family brought several of their teenagers Wednesday night. They were, this was their second Sunday back, just jumping in, fired up. Just seeing uh, so many people in, at Summerbrook so fired up about leading groups. We had uh, multiple new groups this semester of leaders we'd been raising up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Miguel lead a child to the Lord. And at the end of both services, he wanted to get saved. Miguel led him to Jesus. That was awesome. Uh, man, I, I just on and on and on. Great. The worship, Aaron and the worship team on that last song with all of heaven. The whole, the whole worship set was awesome, but you just really sense the Lord's presence, which I'm convinced, convinced is due to 21 days of prayer and people really praying and uh, seeking the Lord. So uh, we had, uh, I mean, it's just awesome. See yeah. what God's doing. We had three salvations uh, last Sunday, and then um, in the student ministry on Sunday morning with the fifth through eighth graders, we had our biggest group we've ever had, 40 students in there at, at one Sunday, so it's just exciting what God's doing. Yeah, and, and, and awesome what God's doing in the youth ministry, and uh, those people in the, the service last week we haven't, uh, who gave their hearts to Jesus, I mean, it's just awesome. Praise God. So fun. Cool. Well, I loved the message, man. Caleb just grabs my heart. A man of a different spirit. And it was funny when you brought out the the wig. I think everyone in the church was like, man, what happened? Like, did he have to go to the bathroom or something <laughs> when you were in the backstage and you forgot something for a sec? But then he came out in the wig and that was just funny. Was yeah, cool. you think about it. I mean, he was an old man who's 85 years of age. He's like, give me that mountain. It inspires me at every age that I've read that passage when I was in my 20s, that scripture uh, inspired me. And now in my 50s, the same thing. It shakes me in a good way. Good. We, so we all want to have that, that spirit like Caleb that's different. And, and you hit on four ways that you feel like uh, the spirit of Caleb was different. The first one was staying connected. Um, so any other thoughts of how to apply that, of staying connected? Yeah, it was uh, what the group did. I mean, everyone jumping into a group, get involved in a group. Uh, and let's deal with the, the challenge there. Uh, we're, we're wounded in relationship, but we're healed and we grow in relationships. And hurt people hurt people and healed people heal people. So there's the challenge there because you had the 12 spies and 10 of them went the wrong way and two went the right way, Caleb and Joshua. So I, I think the connected part is you got to come to a place where you realize sometimes you're going to be wounded. Strive your best. Uh, to build relationships uh, of trust, and, but know that sometimes you're, you're going to be hurt, and, and it hurts. Uh, but it, it, God heals. God's best plan is at work, and through that, you can find some really healthy relationships that can really help you grow in Christ, and you can help others as well. 
Yeah, I love groups. My life has been changed in groups. Uh, just people mentoring me, caring about me, uh, opening up my eyes to things in the Bible that I never thought before, and, and just having a community that loves you and prays for you and forgives you is just awesome. Yeah, so for me, the hurt is much more minimal compared to the massive upside of the blessing, of, yeah. of the blessing and doing it Jesus' way. Yep, for sure. Um, that's good. So the next point was stay courageously and it's not just stay courageous, but the point of courageously obedient to mm -hmm. what God's calling you to do is just powerful. Yeah, I think sometimes we, we really value the word courage, and it's scriptural. So it's a big deal. Uh, but I think when, you, when we really look at the life of Caleb and that he was courageously obedient, uh, that I think it just brings some spe specific, specificity to it that... Uh, I love now when the Lord says to do something, I don't have a choice. I must be obedient and I need to walk in courage. Yeah, and it's for our good. Yeah, it's not, it's not for our harm that God's going to work it for good. Uh, and it always pays off. Yeah. One thing that really stood out to me that you shared there with Caleb that I never noticed before in Scripture is when Caleb's coming back to his report uh, to Moses about the land, um, they said there are grasshoppers in their eyes to these giants. And Caleb's like, what do you mean? Do not fear. They're like bread for us. Yeah. Daddy calls them like bread. Like we're going to just devour them like yeah. bread. They're helpless. Like his perspective is the exact opposite of mm -hmm. what the other people's. And that's just so good. And you even mentioned, thank you. Like, man, that's a good uh logo for a sports team or something oh, like yeah. that. They're like bread, They're for, bread us. for us. <laughs> and he took out the giants, uh, the giants of Anak and the, the, the three there uh, when he went in and took the land when he was 85 years of age with, with the tribe of Judah. So that was huge. And I don't think it's because he thought he was like the best of best fighters or he was so strong, but I think that's how big his faith was in his God, uh, yeah. uh, that his God's so much bigger than these giants ever could yeah. be. You know? Yeah, because scripture doesn't say, meaning when I say scripture, God does not say that Caleb is just as strong as he is at 85 as he was 40. So we don't, we just know Caleb felt like he was. So uh, I tend to think he didn't have quite, when you look at the drop off of home runs after the age of 40, <laughs> before the steroids era, <laughs> you know, that usually after 40, you could stay fit, but you start to, you know, lose some of that uh, athletic ability. That being said, I'm convinced he stayed fit, uh, but, and I believe he believed he was just as strong as he was and, and strong enough to still take the land. Yeah, and he did it. Yeah, exactly. Um, next point was stay hungry. Uh, or sorry, stay humble and then stay hungry. Yeah. So how I, do we apply that? I, I think the biggest thing here, I remember I was at a pastor's um, conference thing and they were interviewing one of the legends of he's going to be with the Lord now I think but Jack Hayford and all these pastors were there and, and youth pastors and they were like what's the one thing if you could have one thing in your life and, and, and he wrestled with it. he's like oh there's not really a one thing he goes but if I was to try and give you one thing he said humility you know if you would just be humble before the Lord Walk humbly before him. And I never forgot that, that humility was so strong that one of the most legendary mentoring pastors uh, of that crossed denominational lines, and Jack Hayford, uh, it was uh, humility. So I think it's just, it's the Lord, it's the Lord, it's the Lord. And yes, he uses us, 
but he gives us the ability. And so uh, knowing that it's, I've heard it defined as power under control. You're humble before the Lord and that helps you walk in power. Yeah, I've heard humility is not thinking uh, less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Mm, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, and so, and I feel like uh, stay humble ties into stay hungry because if you're humble, um, you know you don't know everything and you have a lot of room to grow. And so it enables you to be hungry and, and, and grow. And Yeah, um, this is so clear that Caleb could have been um, bitter. 45 years he's waiting to uh, seize hold. So he's 85. And he had, he had to watch all his friends die, probably. Yes. You know? all, yeah. All his colleagues, people yeah, the same Yeah, colleagues, because a lot of them were going to stone him. So, <laughs> <laughs> situational friends. <laughs> so, but yes, the tribe of Judah and all. Yeah, exactly. So, but you're right. You're, you're watching all these people pass away as you're like, man, I'm still waiting. Yeah. A, another year for one of those days. So, and you know, he was probably kicking himself. Why didn't I fight with the other spies coming out of the land? You know, like he's like, w- wish I would have, could have, what if I, you know, taken a few of them out? I don't know. You know, I just, so it's just, uh, but he didn't, allow, he didn't become that. He didn't become bitter. He, he wasn't blaming God. He was like, give me the hill country. I, I'm still strong now as I was then. And I think at every age, every sphere of life, we've got to stay hungry. Yeah. got to stay hungry. For us as a church, I mean, I've been really feeling this as a pastor. God's really blessing and we're growing and reaching people. And it's a lot of fun. But we've got to stay hungry. There's, there's one more soul. One more soul. We've got to have souls in our goals, David Blanchard says. We've got to continue to stay hungry to reach our city for the Lord. Be joyful where we're at. Be joyful we're reaching more people, but uh, just stay hungry to what God wants to do. How about you on that? Ooh. I'm just like, amen. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. I, I feel like, that, so this is my takeaway, um, that I feel like I'm in a real place of humility and, and hunger right now and in a good way that I feel like I'm just learning so much and growing so much right now, and, and I'm loving it. Um, but the point is, Caleb wasn't, uh, 26 when he's hungry and humble, but he's 85 and humble and hungry. And so I want to keep this perspective of humility and hunger and just keep it my whole life all the way up to 85 plus of just, I want to be on fire for the Lord all my days. So yes. keep that. Yeah. Um, it's huge. It's huge. Um, using a sports analogy, the, the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, uh, he's an older coach that, man, he just stays hungry. And uh, I, I've enjoyed watching his exuberance to stay hungry and, and full of energy. What was your takeaway, Pastor? Um, stay hungry, without a doubt, but also courageously obedient, which is not easy, and it can be painful. Uh, but uh, I, uh, Norm Sharan, I think is his name, wrote the book Leadership Pain, and he said the threshold of your leadership is the level of pain you can endure. He called, I think the book's called Leadership Pain. And so I, I, in being courageously obedient, it's scary, but how much pain levels can you endure in any area? Pain of discipline, uh, pain of leadership, whatever it may be to continue uh, to be courageously obedient mm. to the Lord. 
That definitely takes some courage. <laughs> yeah, it so does. That's, that's good. Um, so uh, any final thoughts for the church? Uh, yeah. This Sunday, we continue our series through a Give Us the Low Country. Super pumped about that. Uh, we're going to we're in the book of Joshua, we're, and just I can't wait to share what God's put on my heart for this Sunday. You don't want to miss for it. For as me and my house will oh, serve my, the Lord. Yes, right? uh, J Joshua twenty four fifteen. Look out, and then um, we're launching groups. So groups will have sign up again this week, and then we'll launch it uh, starting this Sunday. Right after that, uh, groups will be launching and happening. Uh, men's conference sign up thirty one Kings. Got that book, All of God, when you sign up, let us know by um, uh, John Bevere. Uh, just so many different things happening with that. So, oh, church email. We moved it a couple months ago. I for, keep forgetting to tell everyone. We moved the church email out from Saturday to Friday. Give people a little bit more chance to read it before Sunday. Uh, so make sure you open that on Fridays. Cool. 21 awesome. days of prayer still happening till Saturday bunch of ways to stay connected, courageously obedient, humble and hungry. What's your application, church? God bless you. Thanks so much for listening.